Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy that subject as we discuss what we found. With your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. hey it's John. Hey, it's Adam. And I'm Justin. In today's episode, we're talking about the afterlife. Um, and the afterlife, uh, or in topics around surrounding the afterlife. So uh, the afterlife wah, is wah. Yeah, kind of a bummer episode, honestly. Uh, but it's going to be talking about maybe, I think we're probably going to cover. Turn it off now. Yeah. We're probably going to cover topics that are what various religions believe, various cultures believe, what happens when you die. Um, because it's kind of like they're, it's such an unknown. Everybody has an explanation for it. Some of them based in science, some of them based in myth, some of them just based in religion john i feel like three guys in two hours can really cover the the topic of death complete yeah the complete. width and breadth of it <laughs> we've all been there yeah so buckle the hell up <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so john when you first started researching this uh you know in your hours of research um mm, what did of you, hours what did you think you were gonna find like what were you kind of your your notions preconceived or not notions about stuff am i am i at. giving away my topic now or uh uh I, I don't know maybe no i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to want okay. to so i had sort of uh i had sort of very uh, uh juvenile notions of my topic like i just had sort of a basic outline basic skeleton of my topic uh mm-hmm. but researching it sort of fleshed it out see how i went from death to life there wow right, yeah <laughs> I incorporated Ooh. skeletons. I'm rolling over in my own grave listening to this. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're in a goddamn grave. <laughs> do, do you believe yeah, in the afterlife, John? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, Jesus, that's a question. Uh, I, yes, in a way. Go on. Uh, what? Like, uh, like, but I'll never tell like, what that way is. Good night. <laughs> But so what what do you believe in the afterlife, John? Yeah, in a way, like I, I, I believe in the whole like energy can't be destroyed in, or created, you know, so I feel like this as a thing that has energy has to go somewhere somehow. I don't know how I don't like to claim the know how, but I think it goes somewhere and does something. I don't believe in like uh, like heaven or hell, like eternal suffering or eternal this or that and like you're going from this state of a solid being to this state of a ghost in a different place that the dimension that seems a little off to me, but yeah, that's where I stand. I think. Okay. What about you, Adam? Yeah. So like, you don't believe in like the soul going anywhere. No, Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in in a soul or what even that is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. So, yeah, I think um, for me, similarly, I think I believe in something similar. Uh, I believe in the energy portion that you mentioned as well. And I think that, I mean, the idea of the soul is kind of in there, but it's more the the complexity of, like, the brain is, like, kind of the soul in my eyes. Where, like, but as soon as that begins, after you die, and that begins to kind of decay and shut down, and that energy and all the synapses stop responding, then, you know, then that function stops, and whatever the quote-unquote soul is, is evaporates or goes out to the world as well with everything else. That's a pretty scientific nerd version but yeah that's kind of what i believe in that too i'd like to believe that there is other stuff 
other than that. But I think from a yeah. pretty early age, like I pretty much have assumed that there wasn't, and I didn't grow up religious at all. Uh, my parents never took me to church or anything like that. So they, I, I think I had that kind of that holistic scientific view <clears> from the beginning. So I don't know if that's going to change through my life, but maybe. Yeah, I, I kind, kind of with you, Adam. Uh, I feel the same thing about the soul isn't a thing as much as it is a concept. Like your personality and all that is, in my mind, you're just the sum total of all the reactions and neural pathways and, and all the things that have made you you, right? All your genetics and makeup and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that when people die, that they're, once that, you know, essentially that uh, chemical reactions and electrical conductivity in your brain dissipates, that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't really believe in an afterlife, um, but I do love the sim symbolism of them of all the especially the mm-hmm. cultural and religious afterlifes are very uh cool some of them some of them horrible <laughs> horrifying uh but uh yeah that's that's kind of my take on it yeah, on maybe. that note let's get the joke started <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody do your shot now <laughs> i mean right. we, we also uh, as a side as a quick aside we've also grown up grown up in like kind of a, a the western culture where we're kind of privileged enough to be able to experience death differently than other cultures where like it's pretty it's in the media like we grew up with tim burton movies and shit which is like it's glorified and like it's this there's this weird like morose like happiness to it what what why is that so funny i no, i fuck I, you, john this is the serious topic and he's like i've seen enough tim burton movies to know, to know <laughs> not what he's saying he's saying that like death. Death. Unless, like, cult- like it sheds light on the truth of of afterlife i'm just saying <laughs> yes. that it like glorifies the idea and makes it like something that like people can try to relate to in some other humorous way or whatever else right so right it, it takes mean, a light, uh, a light approach to it versus some cultures where it is like this completely sacred thing that you're not allowed to mentally dissect and and even play with the mm-hmm. idea of, whereas in our culture, that's completely permissible. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think death is still, this is going to get super serious really quick, but death is kind of like, it's like a taboo, really. Like, people don't really talk about it that much when you think about it until it, like, mm-hmm. happens, right? But, like, nobody's ever, like, prepared, and that's why everybody, like, gets way super sad when it happens, even though you knew it was going to happen. Like, it's mm-hmm. the most predictable thing, but, like, so you'd think, like, you'd be prepared for it, but nobody's ever prepared for it, you know? So it's like nobody talks about it. I am partially prepared for a zombie apocalypse. So if that that counts, I'm prepared for something. It's called undeath. So no, you're wrong. Um, You can only do so much, you know. Yeah. We have so many hatchets and tomahawks. Um, Who who wants to start us off? I can go first if 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 you'd like me to go first. Do you mind? I don't mind. I don't want your lights coming back on in an hour to freak you out. But, you know, oh, you sorry son of a bitch. This is, this is all a setup for 30 minutes from now. The lights pop on and there's like five people looking over his shoulder. Slowly <laughs> going. Look at all the matching the cloaks. <laughs> Those shadow creatures from Ghost come out of the ground and pull me away. <laughs> that was, listen, that was some of the worst special effects you've ever seen in anything ever. <laughs> Can you make the sound? I can't even think of the sound. Oh, come on, Justin. It's not like I was I watching do, Ghost on repeat. I will do it, but later in the show. So, because right, people fine. have to listen to us first. Then you can hear my impression of the shadow creatures from Ghost that almost yeah. take Patrick Swayze away. So, they basically, they've paid for the whole seat, but they're only going to need the edge, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. Um, okay, so am I going first? Can I get to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please, please. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reasons. 
I <clears throat> I chose the topic of reincarnation. I don't even believe in reincarnation fully uh, as an idea, but let me <laughs> let me tell you let me because it, but it's the most interesting to me, um, and also the most anxious to me to be honest. Um, so for people who don't know, and I I know you guys probably understand, but for just anybody who just wants like the basic, you know, it's it's literally the definition is not long. It's the rebirth of a soul in a new body. So it's not a lot of words, but there's a it's really heavy, right? Right. First of all, it, it's assuming there is a thing called a soul. I mean, you know, if you even so it's like upcycling uh, or just recycling, really, oh, yeah. from what I'm from what I'm seeing, yeah, okay. because it's it's just sort of a and that's what sort of makes it sort of an anxious thing for me because I'm like, man, like can't can't it all just like end and then like what does that to like keep starting over? Like, am I <laughs> is it like a roller coaster that just never like like roller coasters are fun because you know they're gonna end, right? If yeah, a roller coaster never that. ended, you'd be like, get me the fuck off. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Yeah. Reincarnation is pretty simple. I mean, you know, it's just you die, but you come back as something else, another human. Some people think you can become animals. I, you know, and then it gets even deeper. So it started with Hinduism, right? And of course, Hinduism is like the oldest religion out that way, you know, out in the Far East. And then it's, it's I did out say that out that way. way. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, Hinduism. <laughs> what do you say? It's one of those backyard religions. Yeah, over. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it did start over yonder, didn't it? It's one of those religions <laughs> over yonder. Hey, y'all, what y'all doing? Some Hinduism? What y'all? You can take uh, the boy out of Florida. <laughs> I heard you get reincarnated in some chewing tobacco or a NASCAR car. <laughs> hey, man, number three for life, and then the next hey, life. I hope he got reincarnated. <laughs> Oh, it's called reincarnated. <laughs> Dale Jr. Jr. Oh, my God. So that religion over yonder, uh, that, that religion across the tracks over there, uh, old Hinduism, they started it, and it's it's moved into Buddhism, too, because Buddhism's kind of an offshoot of Hinduism. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into that, because I'll stray off of reincarnation. But, okay. yeah, that's where it started, Hinduism. One of the older religions, obviously, um, and it's been it was put into Buddhism as well. So the idea of so the obvious question that pops up is like, do I because humans always seem to want control, right? So they don't want to know that they're just going to get reincarnated. They want to know what they're going to be reincarnated into. So I feel like that's where the whole thing of karma comes in. What, so can, what is karma? I mean, I know so, the term, but what is it? Can you explain it? Well, to so the ver the very basic, the one that the Westerners sort of have it as is, you know, if I do bad things, bad things will happen to me. If I do good things, good things will happen to me. As we all know, that's that's sort of simplified. It's it's a little deeper than that. But basically, how it relates to reincarnation is that if I am good in my in my life, normally I'll come back as an awesome animal. You know what I mean? Not some like you know. <laughs> But seriously, that's like I'll come back as a tiger or like a lion or something. You know what I mean? I, I get to come back as like a predator, not prey or something or something that gets done or something that eats shit all the time, you know? So that's the base. Yeah. So that's the thing. But ultimately, I think you kind of want to come back as a as a. a <laughs> I mean, how did you do in your previous life that you come back? Dogs eat shit, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but not all the time. But they the eat dog food. Dogs are also kind of awesome, too. Wait, so if you come back as, like, an animal, and then you die again, you come back as something else? You keeps on going? I mean... That's, that, that's what that's what bothers me about reincarnation. It's like, it's just like, can I just, like, take a, a break for a little while? Like, can but, I just, but, like, can I just chill as, like, energy that's not into, like, a... 
you know, a, a living thing that's like, you know, physical mass, you know, mm -hmm. you were here's, saying? My, here's my thing like about karma, right? Cause if like, if you're a crappy person and you get, you get reincarnated as a mouse or something, I like guess this, you know, animal of prey, and then you're out in some field and like, you don't have any opportunity as a mouse to show how good you are yeah, as a mouse you before you you're be gobbled up. Mouse. And then you come back as a mouse again, and you're just like permanently a mouse. So just fucking don't be bad in the first place, because there's no way to come back. Yeah, it's like animals can't make choices like that, right? So they can't. That's be, true. Like there, how, there's no good karmic there's retribution. No good for, bad. I mean, uh, there are some bad animals. <laughs> I don't know. What I'm about. Uh, do you have examples or what? No. no, well, not lions and tigers. Clearly, those ones are awesome animals, according to those a recent awesome. survey. Yeah. I, I, I so want to be one. So, but like, uh, yeah, but you're right. So like, how do you, so how does karma relate to the animal? Is the animal like, well, if I do good animal things and I'll be reincarnated as a better animal, you know what I mean? Like, so does re, so reincarnation is like, it's a never ending cycle. So it's like, you know, how do you, so even if you do believe in it, I want to just say I would come back as a human, hopefully that way I can like keep doing like the karma thing it's just so like are there some so that so believe that reincarnation only cycles through people to people like is no, there any there's belief no system like that from what i found from what i found there's no specific definition people just say reincarnation so it's it's you die and you come back as something it's a really? it's it, into a physical body as in like a thing that's a human or animal so there's not like a specific subset of people who say well it's only humans and another, another subset that says, well, it could be anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So they're all it's so it much. Could be oh, that's okay. Yeah. Pretty so, much so everybody do, thinks you could just come back as anything. So the comic, the karma is kind of like this giant score you're keeping. A it, celestial it, it, point system. That's it's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It, it's, 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 so think of it in terms of, of being reborn. Um, your karmic tendencies from one life to another but see even when i say that like i'm it goes back to adam's point like or or maybe it was your point justin that like an animal doesn't know karma yeah dog's not making moral decisions yeah so reincarnation is a human concept so you know and they obviously just didn't take animals into consideration or maybe they thought animals knew about reincarnation but i think animals are pretty fucking dumb like even like the smartest uh the smartest um you know dolphin, dolphin or or ape can't really you know can't tell you anything about reincarnation even if they're with their sign language so dolphin sign language maybe yeah. maybe it's just trying to be the best goddamn dolphin or ape there is yeah look at the backflips <laughs> like you did if you did two or three backflips you're probably going to come back as a mouse but if you did like a hundred backflips yeah why do you think like, you, like labs walk? are trying to be so friendly all the time <laughs> well well <laughs> so but but here's the thing like what's the th what's the ultimate thing you want to come back as though like who determines what's the better animal and what's the worst animal? Well, you do. You told me that tigers and lions are the best. Well, <laughs> I, I was giving my example of some oh. of the best animals, right? Like, those are cool, right? Somebody yeah. might say, like, well, I kind of want to be a, a something like that, you know? And so, so uh, on the, I guess, are we, are you talk, still talking about the kind of the Hindu part of that? Because what do the Hindu people believe? Do they believe that just, like, you come back as whatever, just try to be whatever the best you can be, and that's it? Oh, well, that's what I was, well, I mentioned Hinduism only because that's started so and they and oh i see the hindu religion more believes in karma when you say reincarnation most people think buddhism for some reason but buddhism is an offshoot of hinduism is what i'm i learned a lot about actually 
Mm-hmm. Um, the the history of this is actually pretty fascinating, uh, even though I don't technically believe in the, the concept too much. Sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, the karma comes from the Hindu religion, and and then it's it's offshoot of that is Buddhism. Essentially, it moved east across the tracks over yonder down the way. Jesus Christ. So so they believe that. So a eat both of them believe in in the the idea of reincarnation. Re- reincarnation, yes, sir. And do they both also believe in karma? Buddhism and Hinduism, they both believe in karma? Karma, like... kar- karma is more of a Hindu concept from what I learned, actually. Um, okay. Buddhism is, is more of a, more of a, Hinduism is more of a touchy-feely type version of reincarnation. Uh, mm-hmm. Buddhism is more of a cold, you know, calculated, not so emotional form of it, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, uh, this, this got pretty deep quick. But the reason I like this is there's no, is, I like that it's at least up to you. Whereas in like other religions, it's like, well, somebody's going to, you know, decide for you anyways. You know what I mean? So if I had to, well, it's arguably all up to you. If you believe even like Christianity, it's what it's up to your actions, your actions based on a tablet of 10 laws of which, of which four of them are all about God's ego. You know what I mean? Okay. But so then what is the judge? What's the, the answer key for karma? Well, there, there is none. That That's the thing. It's kind of the, the, the Buddhists actually sort of believe that everyone is Buddhist. It, it's a sort of a it's, it's a little more inclusive, actually. They don't go out and um, this is sort of off getting off the subject, but they don't go out and um, uh, what is the word when uh, religion is? Yeah, I guess evangelize. There's a really good word. I can't think of. that's going to bite me in a sec here. Anyways, but they don't go out and recruit, like you said, uh, other people to be part of their religion. They just say. Everyone is everyone and everything is already is already Buddhist. Yeah, proselytize. Thank you. Yep. So, um, and I'm I'm sorry, I, I might have gone off the the subject there. No, 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 no yeah, it's it's all connected, uh, as you know, because uh, Buddhism. Um. <laughs> if you uh, if you came back as another thing, you said you'd be a human. Is that what if you? Could... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with being human. I'm cool with being this thing that there is on Earth. So. That's, I think that's good. most people would probably say that. But if you couldn't be a human, if you had to be something oh. else. Ooh, uh, man. I mean, uh, if we're ranking living things on like a tier, that's a tough <laughs> I mean, you don't, one. You don't have to pick a, like a lion or something. You could pick something in the middle if that's what you wanted. But I would go, be. okay, I'm going to blow your minds. I would come back as... <laughs> I would come back... I think I would come back as like a giant... like. So mushrooms are alive, right? It's not an animal, though. I don't think mm. mushrooms have souls, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, if you could be Does any animal, animal, my answer, not an animal. Oh, God damn it, <laughs> okay, never mind. How do you mind. feel I'm about st- asparagus? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the stupidest uh, vegetable. <laughs> plus, you smell like piss all the time. That's bad karma for sure. No, you don't smell God like damn. piss. Your piss smells like asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't tell the difference anymore. It's all Buddha, Jimin. It's all so, piss, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I, we all end up as piss at some point. Man, right? I hope I come back as a spare spool of fishing line. <laughs> <laughs> Over yonder. <clears throat> yes, okay, if I have to pick an animal, I mean, damn, that's tough. I didn't even think that. That's a good goddamn question. I mean, I guess like an, an ape. It's not that I mean, good of a question. Don't think that's like a, a gorilla. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it's good because I can't think of an answer. I guess I, I, I want to say an ape because, like, I still have all the well. Like, cool what animal has shit, the best you know? experience? That's what you're. That's what I think you would be thinking about. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck that. Then I'm going uh, eagle. 
Eagle oh, cool. or, or, or a hawk or like a falcon. Any yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there because you know. Yeah, you know what? That's good. That's a better answer because yeah. going like one tier down from humans. But I feel like let's become an animal that can do something that I can't do naturally, which is fly. Yeah. So, I'm a falcon. Yeah, well, that's okay. it's not a bad answer. Yeah. Flying. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. You ever see Eats the uh, mice? Mm-hmm. You ever see the, the cameras from like Planet Earth where they like attach a camera to the side of like a bird's head and you just see it going like this? Yeah. <laughs> like turning its head because they look kind of out of the side of their eyes. So they're like soaring mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. camera's just oh my attached God. to their you body. Have, you have binocular vision. You just, wait, you have binocular vision as a human. Uh, well, you have <laughs> so you way better vision as a hawk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, so you well can shit, see what, what animal good. would you go with? That's a good one. Um, Ditto on I eagle. Like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> manatee no i uh i well, then i do i think probably like one of the i don't know the right at the top of my head right now one of the coolest animals i could be is a komodo dragon dude that Those life is horrifying though dude it's horrifying but when you're in it you're probably like fuck this this is my island man nothing touches this shit because those <laughs> things kill everything they do and they've got don't they have poisonous uh saliva yeah toxic, they, something toxic they like, saliva yeah the toxic saliva so they just Adam, like bite stuff and it just dies <laughs> Adam made purely a real estate decision. He's like, fuck, this whole <laughs> island is mine. I made like a 12-year-old boy decision. I'm like, yeah. oh, the dragon. <laughs> Don't say 12-year-old boy decision. <laughs> Speaking of which, the Catholic Church. Justin, take it from here. <laughs> All right. So, no. Um, what, ha- what happens to those priests when they die? <laughs> <laughs> they become whatever the Komodo dragon eats, I think. Actually, uh, that, I mean, that's the coolest that's the coolest thing but i oh i love wolves i think wolves are my favorite animal like they have Ooh, been I'd be, I'd probably i i could wolf. go wolves i could go why because you'd have it's also friends it's also <laughs> <laughs> it's called a pack justin i know we should call ourselves a pack that's cool right yeah Ooh. <laughs> no always been uh, dreaming of packing it in what would you pick just uh i don't know i, I was trying to figure like what animal i, I think i might want to be a capybara a capybara? Oh, for Christ's sake! What the dude, fuck's a capybara? Just you shut hipster your motherfucker! No, listen, dude. I was I watched a video about that a couple uh, of weeks ago, and they're this just like apparently they get along with like every animal. Every animal's like, "What's up, bro?" And they're just like, "What's up?" And I kind of like that it's idea. Like a horse pig dog. How dare you? For first off, it's what it kind of looks like. Uh, yeah. Put a picture in the in the thing. If you can. Um, yeah, <clears throat> you you never got you never got to fly ever in your life, and you're yeah. like be a capybara, basically capybara. <laughs> do you want me, do you want me to just pick yours? I'll be an eagle too, but a cooler <laughs> one. Fine, I, dude, you can be you can hang out with me, and we can be eagles together forever. Here's a, this is not for the podcast, but here's an image of John and Justin in their animal forms together. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bird is that? Um, something stupid with fucked up wings. It's, it's it's got blue wings. It's got a stupid head, and it's got like boots for feet. <laughs> hey man, eagles are pretty cool. I know they are. That is that's like a vulture or something. It is pretty cool. Yeah, but Catholic bears. They're just look at those little feet. Oh come on! I don't know what it is to be honest. Is it a it's mammal? like it's like a little mammal. Yeah, it's like a like beaver um, teeth. Kind of. Yeah, it's like an herbivore. I don't know. It's cool uh, looking. Because this sound cut out there for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I asked like a long, yeah, very so, articulate sorry, well, question. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Were you somebody talking? <laughs> so I don't want to put you out on the, uh, like on the spot here, but like, do you have more about um, 
reincarnation with like kind of specifics to religion, like the process. Cause I remember hearing a little bit how Buddhism worked and it like, wasn't as like simple as I thought, like the, the reincarnation it, it, process wasn't just like you die and you were kind of a good person. So you go like, there were like levels and like all this, like kind of like complex. No, the, mechanism. no, no the, the, there's no levels. That's the thing I'm kind of trying to say is like, that. this is why I kind of like, even as, as I'm researching reincarnation, I was kind of discrediting it in my own head because I'm like, you know, it's, you know, the idea of karma, we oversimplify it already. Um, good and bad are all relative terms, really. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a dad and you're broke as hell and your kid is hungry and you steal something to feed your kid, like, is that good or bad? Well, you got your kid fed, but you stole. So, you know, good and bad is all relative. So we over oversimplified in the West, I right? Know, good enough for a lot. So, well... <laughs> <laughs> Is it left about karma? I don't know. No, I don't think so. In the beginning of the movie, he steals an apple and then sees like hungry orphans or something and gives it to them. <laughs> yeah. That's your example? Which, let me let me just tell you, this is the reason I brought you all here. Let's discuss the movie Aladdin from 1992. Ooh, let's do. Please. They're, they're redoing it, I heard. Live action. Yeah, I mm-hmm. just saw the teaser. Anyways, that is so cute. Anyways. Sorry. So karma, karma is more a... Um, the sum of your actions um so it's 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 more of it's not good and bad it's the decisions you make will lead you it's like think of it like a butterfly effect like you set up you make certain decisions to lead yourself into this path right so you know they can be good and bad i mean you can bring that in but it's a little bigger than that actually so when I was saying levels i was i was saying that because i think people you know they have like animals ranked you know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to come back as a human or I'd rather come back as a, a hawk or an eagle or something like that. But like, you know, it, it's all relative. Like, you might have an awesome time as a mouse. You might have the best mouse life ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so, stop cheese and mouse pussy. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you do bad shit, you're five, five old mousekovits. And yeah, you're just you get... an, a Russian immigrant who's oh. lost in America type of thing. Yeah. Is that the story <laughs> of that movie? Yeah. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. That's I what, what's, that. what's it called? Uh, Bible Goes West? Well, there's the second one. That's the second one. Uh, oh. What's the first one? Something in America, right? It's like, it has the word America in it. Make, uh, five Old Radica? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> an American Tale. T-A-I-L. Yes. T-A-I-L. Uh, yeah. yeah. Five Old is a bot on facebook mouskowitz <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's come on don bluth is that the same Trump that made that made uh the rats of nim don't know yeah just surprised you're asking about anything it's not a tim burton movie how dare you <laughs> <laughs> i watched other movies as kid as a kid uh, uh but yeah, nothing so, competes with tim burton no so let me ask you a question john do you believe in right reincarnation nope do you want I don't to like believe it. in it you don't like yeah. it uh, yeah it makes me anxious it makes me feel like like i kind of just want to like i just... did my time seven years in azkaban <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i did my time at rikers i want yeah. out like I, I just i wanted to just like stop like and maybe i can decide if i want to come back or not you know what i mean like maybe i just want to chill as like as energy out in space or some shit. I, you know what I mean? Like, 
I don't want it to be forced immediately back into another life. As how do you who know that's what. not how like, it is though? Well, I and don't. You that's find the thing. It's not like you the right the the white tunnel is you being born us that next time, right? You've heard that. The white yeah, I have. Tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, do you remember seeing the white tunnel when you were born? No. So I mean, you know, that's that's the thing. Is is like, what was my point with that? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I had a I had a point there. Uh, I was just well, asking. You're, you're saying this. There's no, there was no choice involved. Like you, you don't have a force time. Upon you. Right. you don't have like persistent yeah, it, consciousness from the outside where you're like, oh, I want to go back in now. Yes, right. But actually, that's what they say. Medi- meditation brings you closer to, which is a Buddhist practice, right? Or it's it's yeah. a Hindu practice, but Buddhism they do it too. They say it's you it's really you... like bagging on Buddhism tonight, huh? <laughs> no, actually, I I don't. As far Buddhism, as religions the ugly go, if I had stepchild of. <laughs> Hinduism, bunch, like, bunch bro, of be cool. Bunch of pricks with their with their bald heads and their peace loving hippie bullshit. But like, um, like if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with something like Hinduism. I mean, they they yeah. just they still have like the you know the many gods with the arms and the elephants and stuff like that, which yeah, is kind of cool stuff. It, it is cool yeah. stuff, but it's all it's all just analogy for like you know helping you better understand certain life concepts, I guess. So. But I mean, yeah, so if I had, I'd go with like Buddhism or something. They always seem, they're just the coolest of religions, in my opinion, I think, you know, um, or the ones, well, not coolest. It's the one that makes the most sense to me. So if, if I have, if, if I want to get serious about religion, I, I'd go Buddhist, I think. Yeah. So. All right. What if, what if you wanted to go silly about religion? Where would you go? Oh, silly? <laughs> silly. Well, yeah. uh. Eyes wide shut. Oh, uh, stuff. <laughs> 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 I believe. I believe Justin mentioned a particular religion on one of a previous podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ordo Templus Orienti, or whatever it is. Yeah, O-T-O. Scientology or something. No, no. It was, I uh, like it because it's super dramatic. It Well, yeah, it had a flair to it, right? Yeah. Anything like, like Scientology. It was like it was an offshoot of the Freemasons. It sounded yeah. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's going to be a religion, it might as well be entertaining, you know? It might as well be like religion the musical or something. I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> You know, it's funny you mentioned uh, Scientology because I, I heard that L. Ron Hubbard was actually friends with the guy that you mentioned, Justin, in the previous podcast, the guy who was the head of the, the one in London. Yep. Uh, the devil worshiper guy. Yeah. We can, I mean, you know, that's something to look up. It, it but wouldn't be I think surprising, they were friends. Right? Yeah. They knew yes, it other. would not surprise me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let me... Uh... Let me let me move from reincarnation. So yours is a death experience, uh, but what I'm talking about is near death experiences. Ooh. Yeah. So I didn't know a lot so about this. Hit me. Yeah, I will. So you probably AKA life edging. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Don't say that. Um, uh, so you you all have probably seen in media for the most part, near-death experiences as someone dying and then uh, disassociating with their body, separating with their body, or experiencing something. Essentially, they're technically dead, and then they have an experience that is otherworldly, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. And then they're re- yep. they resuscitated or whatever, and they make it through, but they can remember it. And so uh, there's a lot of... And it's not always like you've actually died. It's like sometimes it's an impending death, like um, people falling from heights, but then surviving, like have an experience that's outside of the Mm. fall, like something happens and they have a memory of it. Um, So these experiences have a variety of sensations, including detachment from the body, feeling like they're floating, feeling complete peace and serenity, feeling warmth, and they feel a presence. Sounds pretty good. So far, right. Like it's the presence of a light. And there's plenty of uh, uh, religious beliefs around the experiences, you know? 
or like that, that try to explain it. And um, there's been different models that have tried to explain it. Neuroscience, which is the one I tend to subscribe to, uh, it kind of suggests that it is um, a subjective phenomenon, meaning essentially your body, like all your senses are like turned to 11 and chemicals are like flooding your brain basically. Like mm-hmm. nothing's working the way it should. And so you're, it's almost like the way you, you remember a dream. It's um, like a power surge. Kind of right, yeah. Your computer gets overloaded, and uh, but like when you like when you have a dream, I I thought I think the theory is that you are essentially like your brain is trying to make sense of all the things you've encountered recently, Mm -hmm. like it's sorting it all together, and so then, but it's like a pattern machine. Your brain is so it like tries to make a pattern out of it to tell a story, which is why it's often like nonsense bullshit stuff that you're dreaming about. But then it's like connected to things you did, like you know what you had for lunch or somebody you talked to or somebody you saw recently or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's quick, dreams. Quick, Justin. Yeah. What was the last dream you had? Um, I, don't know, I was just thinking about a dream. It was something work related because I've had a bunch of stuff going on with work. I don't remember the exact details of it. Uh, do you? Oh, this, is, this is like real quick. Yeah, what's what's? I, I want to have. <clears throat> want to go down this real quick. Do you guys have um like a crazy dreams or b like lucid dreams where you can like control them or anything like that? Yes. No, I I've heard about them though. Yeah. They're not as like lucid as I would imagine a lucid dream to be, but I definitely am like aware that I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know I'm dreaming and I know I can, but then oftentimes it's not, I'm not that in control of it. Yeah. Like I know I'm sleeping. Sometimes. Like I want to like essentially like whatever it is, like there's usually an objective or something and I'm trying to do a thing. Like, and I'm aware, I'm acutely aware that I'm trying to do the thing. Yeah. Uh, trying to hear about people's dreams is horrifying. Well, well, wait, <laughs> so, ha- have you, have you had cool. one, Adam? I think it's cool. No, mine's the same way. I, I've never had that before. My, my brother has, I, I believe, when I was younger, but I've never been able to control anything. I have like, like everybody else, I have certain dreams that keep happening similarly. Yeah. But I have um, one of the most, I was telling these people a while back, I have I have like mercy killing dreams. Where what to, like, the where fuck? I have, <laughs> uh, where I have mean, to, like, it's all... Jesus Christ, kill, Adam. Like, I have to like mercy kill my dog or my brother or whatever. <laughs> In situations where they're like inches from death, they're like, "Please kill me!" I have to like kill them. It's brutal. Uh, I can't even. Is this good? Is this good or bad karma? I don't even know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My brain's trying to tell me. It's like you can do this if it happens. I don't, I don't know. Oh my god! I was just, I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. hey, you guys ever have any dreams where you kill somebody because that's what they want? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lunatic! What about if it's what I want? <laughs> Do you ever a dream where you kill somebody because they were asking for it? <laughs> Basically what you just asked us. That's what Adam just said. Jesus you Christ. You want sugar and cream? Go fuck yourself. Dead. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, crazy. No, my dreams there was are one, like... Go ahead. I was going to say, there was one person who's told me for sure that they have lucid dreams, and I wanted to call bullshit. So, no, you know what I did call? No, I didn't call bullshit. I know? Yep. First and name. get Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. He said, I have lucid dreams. I was like, fuck you. You I was like, fuck you. You heard about lucid you yeah, heard about you, lucid dreams and yeah. you just want to tell people you have them. Fuck you, you just, you're lying. He just mumble mouth. He has loose dreams. Believe- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell him that next term- time I talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> we just said the term loose stool dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally got that. With that, I believe. <laughs> Goodness gracious. He's like, somebody uh. mercy kill me, please. 
Adam? <laughs> Don't hey, mind if I do. The dreams that I have like the most uh, control over, I actually... It, this is so stupid. I can fly in them. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I can... But like by the time I'm... Laughing. But by the time I wake up, I like I can't fly anymore. Like so, I start out being able to fly. Like I can run and jump and coast through the air. Mm-hmm. But then by by the time I'm waking up, I'm like waking up and I'm like losing the ability to like keep doing it. I, I like am lower and lower, and eventually it doesn't work anymore. Oh, I've had that that dream a lot. It, is huh. the basic concept of a lucid dream that you're in the dream and you're aware that you're dreaming, as opposed to a normal dream where you don't know it's a dream until you wake up? It's that you're aware that you of it and you can control it. it. You're like the god of your oh. own dream. It, you know, it, doesn't awesome. have to be, it doesn't have to be complete control, but like you are so you're aware enough to be like you are making purposeful decisions in the dream and you know it. Okay. Which right? sounds that, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because right, it's sounds like experiencing awesome. a completely controllable reality is what it. Right. That's, so yeah. a nor uh, so a normal dream is stuff happening to you. A lucid dream is you ha- impacting stuff around you. But it still yeah. seems like stuff is ha- like in my experience, stuff is still happening to you too. Like there's a world that's kind of controlled, even though it's being controlled by your brain, it's still controlled yeah. outside of your awareness. But then a lot of what yeah. you're okay. doing. But your I mean, actions are kind of controllable, or at least some of it. It honestly, it's Inception reminds me a lot of what people try to describe lucid dreams as being. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. That helps. Right? Yeah. Where like you can manifest reality. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Know, kind of nerdy. That sounds um, so sick. Yeah. It does. Sound, <laughs> it honestly it does sound pretty cool. But so that's all just. We got on a little tangent there because I'm talking about near-death experiences here. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Yes. But the idea is that all these experiences are like an overload in your brain, right? And Or at least that's that's what one perspective is. Some people think it's a religious thing. And people have been responding these, uh, reporting these since uh, like the the, uh, late 1800s. Um, Near-death experiences? Yeah. And I mean, they may have been reporting it earlier than that, but that's when like philosophers and psychologists kind of first started talking about uh discussing them as like a thing yeah uh, the french some french people experienced the mort imminent which is an uh, experience of imminent death um, i think i think nowadays we call it edging is that yeah. is that the correct is that no that's do we, not do we, what edging do we call is. it something else yeah near-death experience <laughs> all right um yeah nde they actually abbreviate it and everything i've read nde a bunch which NDE. is really stupid i remember people, that from sociology whatever the crap Psychology. It's just—it's a lot to say <laughs> over and over again, Andy. Yeah, whatever, or whatever the crap. We take this stuff so seriously. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, people's life uh, work, and you're like, yeah, you know all that shit. <laughs> whatever the crap you worked on. Um, so it's it's been studied. You know, it's it started being discussed, discussed and studied in like the 1890s. That's when they first started looking at like climbers making having falls and then having like an experience that was like like I said like outside of the experience of falling from the high place to the low place and landing, like they experienced some other thing and then there were commonalities between them. And these are some of the traits that uh, have been compiled for what people with NDE near death experiences have. Uh, so like you are it's almost like a lucid dream kind of. You are aware that you are dead. Uh, or a sense you feel well-being, painlessness, positive emotions, a sense of removal from the world, an out-of-body experience. Like sometimes you can actually have a visual perspective of where your body is versus where your point of view is. Like you see that in movies a lot. Yeah. Um, or in video games. Or in video Ghost games. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Dude, I'm going to put in a sound of a gavel right there. Ghost dad. Boom. Grace closed. Oh, Bill Cosby too soon. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> why did you just say a single phrase, uh, ghost dad? <laughs> like, we're all like, right, yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, that's a great example. Right. Um, but so that's... <laughs> so ser- ser- serious question, Justin. Like, yeah. um, uh, from the pod other podcasts that i listen to yeah um and i'm sure you're, you already know who i'm gonna mention most likely but like do uh people who take psychedelic drugs uh is that supposed to be a the do they compare those i, I guess sy- symptoms for lack of a better word to yeah let me near, get there I, I, I do want to talk oh, about okay. that because that does come up in my uh in my research but ahead, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go through some more of the characteristics like common experiences uh, so there's the out-of-body experience we just talked about. Um, and sometimes it's to the point where they actually can see the like the medical uh, professionals like resuscitating them. They can see their body being resuscitated, which is oh. – Or, you know, but I mean I could imagine like myself – Right. Honestly, that scene in the movie where he, he like um, – he comes out of his body in the ghost form. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. But, Wait, I, but even me, movie? like just sitting here uh, – uh, Doctor Strange. Oh. Oh, we're back to ghost dad. <laughs> even that scene where – Bill Cosby turned into a ghost dad. Was he dead in that movie? Yes. That's how you become a ghost. So how does that movie you, have end? You, it can't end. Have you, learned any, have you learned anything in this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> have you learned anything from Bill Cosby? <laughs> well, I've learned a few things. <clears throat> God damn it. Uh, uh, so the, pr- the, the proof is in the pudding, Justin. Yeah. Well, the proof is in the drink. It's a Bill, it's a Bill Cosby um, joke. Too soon. In the jello. Uh, so, yep. yes, I know it is. So uh, also there's an, a tunnel experience or entering darkness or a sense of moving up or through a passageway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> rapid movement toward or a sudden immersion in powerful light. And sometimes the light or being of light communicates with me, with the person. An intense feeling of unconditional love and acceptance. Oh, that would be nice. No. <laughs> <It's been laughs> um, well, and, if I can only uh, experience it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Over and over again forever. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Sorry. I don't want this. <clears throat> uh, uh, encountering, Cap- literally encountering. for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those worse things. <laughs> Um, uh, you could experience beings of light or people dressed beings dressed in white kind of angels uh, also possibly being reunited with deceased loved ones like it starts getting like um, the examples get like start with like probably things that are more common and vague and then like people see when as soon as you're like oh I saw my loved ones you're like "Eh, come on yeah Yeah. that sounds too like you're making stuff up or it just Um, or you could just say like oh maybe that's your memories coming back to you you know what I mean? Maybe, Memories right. of your loved ones coming back well, to you, type of thing. You and know? that's the next yeah. one is like the your life, like a literally re- receiving a life review, or literally like your life flashing before your eyes, but like a, a game show where somebody's like, "This is your life," you know? Like that's <laughs> the kind of like ex- that's how they show it in movies, stuff like that, TV shows. Um, All the cringy memories. Oh fuck yeah. that! <laughs> time that time you said a joke this. and like. <laughs> 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 You first. You first. You finish. I was, you first. I was being you, but <laughs> I was. I was just gonna say something like that time you told like a cringy joke in class and nobody laughed. You know what I mean? Like one of those oh, type yeah. of situations. Yeah, yeah, I guess I wouldn't know about that but one. You, um, it's like all of you just slumped over on a couch. It's all you slumped over on a couch, just like watching Friends eating ice cream. It's, like, it's all the shitty moments that I mean nothing. It's a, <laughs> to review my life, and it's like here's where you fell asleep watching Austin Powers two. <laughs> It's like one of your earbuds falling out at the gym. Like, what the fuck? Why is it just 15 minutes of me stepping in gum? Why not 
not show one of the better memories. Like, show a greatest hits for fuck's sake. Like, why do I have to? Why do I have to go back over all the shit? God, I've just probably there, fallen like, asleep not watching. To make a sound laughing. <laughs> I've probably fallen asleep watching friends eating ice cream at some point in my life. I swear. It, it, I feel like Adam is in my head. <laughs> lucidly uh. controlling things uh, but then you feel yourself come back to your body it's some there's a guy named kenneth ring and he studied this uh and he broke the near-death uh experience into kind of five stages uh it was peace body separation entering darkness seeing light entering the light oh this and goes I, uh this this goes more in depth than i thought actually yeah it's i mean like you know they're trying to like categorize the experiences and yeah. it, it is weird that so many people have such similar experiences because it's not like I mean maybe now with the internet it's it's easier to see something from someone else and then be like oh that happened to me too like when UFOs yep. happen and no one reports them like they're isolated but as soon as they start getting reported like a bunch of people come out of the woodwork saying I saw the same thing and then liars come out of the woodwork too which is right. the bad, really bad yeah, part yeah. but yeah so yeah uh, but but that's the point is like so I wonder if it's tainted the populace with you know like it's almost set them up with the idea of it so then when they they have a close call they are like, well, this happened to me. Or there's scientific, uh, you know, reports, you know, like there's there's chemical, there's scientific explanations, mm-hmm. medical explanations for a lot of the stuff. So they've been studying these things, like I said, forever. Uh, and there's a bunch of different people and they studied um, in cardiac arrest patients. They found that something like 10 or 11% that survived the cardiac, like a heart attack, card- cardiac arrest, um, mm-hmm. claimed to have near-death experiences. Interesting. Really? And I don't know if that's unique to cardiac arrest patients or if it's just they come well don't right is that across all near-death experience not your death well i don't know i was gonna say that don't they say that the white light is comes from the oxygen leaving your brain right Um, they talk about that they talk about some of the hallucinations right like it's it's that or it's uh dopamine flooding your brain or whatever serotonin all these chemicals flooding like basically it turns like just opens every valve and it's like go brain you're you know kicking overdrive you're diving like it's your fight or flight going into like, you know, maximum forward thrust. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> the, the only story that I know of about this, the only person that I've ever heard of having this was Josh Hom, the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age. He, uh, really? Yeah. He, uh, a couple of years back, he had went under surgery and they put him under like too far for some, something in his leg, I, th- I believe it was. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but they put him under for some like pretty decent surgery and they, he technically like died for like two minutes where like his heartbeat stopped and stuff. And then they brought him back to life. And um, after that, he had like crazy near-death experience stuff. I don't know all the details of it, but he, uh, on the album Like Clockwork, most of that album is about him coming back to life. And he's got a song on there called The Vampire of Time and Memory, where he talks, where it's basically about his near-death experience. Really? Pretty no cool. shit. Yeah, it's a good song. You should check it out. It's pretty pretty trippy. I'm but, adding yeah. lucid, lucid dreams and near-death experiences to my bucket list, if I could. <laughs> well, if I could, please. One of yeah. those you'll experience. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He's going to have to really practice the uh, lucid dreaming. Uh, but apparently, apparently you can though. Apparently, that you there are efforts you can take to increase the likelihood. I've heard. Of having, yeah, yeah. It's like a meditative type thing. Um, okay, so there's a bunch of different like theoretical models about how how uh, near death experiences work. Um, so there's like spiritual and transcendental theories, and they're really hard to test because <laughs> it's right. you know pseudoscientific bullshit basically. Mm-hmm. Woo woo. Um, yeah, right. So I'll skip past that one. But basically, it's like you're. <laughs> soul and you know your soul 
going to heaven and then god's like ah, 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 it's not your time or whatever <laughs> back you or finally you know, the sassy <clears throat> the, the sassy black oprah god i've been waiting for <laughs> the final scene ghost dad <laughs> uh, 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 not your time honey not your time. back to jail <laughs> <laughs> It's where he is. I know, Jesus. I know. He asked for Jesus it too. It's, it, it, it's his karma. The first thing he finds finally finally asked for something. <laughs> taking what was That was good. That was good. I like that. Thank you, yeah. Justin. That You're was welcome. good. All yeah. right. So then there's one called the depersonalization model. And essentially, uh, so this is this is psychological explanations. Um, essentially, mm-hmm. it's literally like having a psychotic break is what they describe it as. Kind of like that. You have uh, you just you de you depersonalize, and it's a psychological term. But you like almost disassociate with yourself temporarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a psychotic break. I may have said that wrong. It's sch- um, like schizophrenic type thing, or so you know. Yeah. You know when you once in a while, I don't know if this happens to you guys. You know when when you get up too fast and the blood rushes to your head and you can't see for a couple yep. seconds. Yes. You know when you you know that feeling when you, when that happens and you kind of feel like you're also outside of yourself almost like you can almost om- omnisciently see yourself or that you're not like connected. Do you do you know what I mean? I get that like every time it's kind of like I feel like I'm outside myself almost and I'm like seeing myself from a different perspective all like kind of like feel that way and then it comes back and I'm just like that was so strange. I'm back in my body like I you know what it is so I get that a similar feeling and I thought about it's weird that you say it like that I don't feel like I'm outside of myself but I feel like I can sense things that I can't see like I I knew because like for a second when you stand up you can see things then it goes white and then it goes away and yeah it is interesting I wonder do 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 you guys know that feeling where you like sleep on your left arm and then after you wake up in the morning it's so numb (laughs) I think I believe they call it the near death stranger I don't am I. Is this incorrect? I've actually so I don't know if you know that. Do you sleep? I sleep on my side and I put my arm up like this under the pillow. Mm. So it's under uh, the pillow, okay. and then my yeah. then the pillow's here and my head's here. And yeah. doing yeah. that, like you actually, you ever wake up with like a, a dead arm? Yeah. Like or you know, uh, and you get the tingles. Or uh, or as I like to call it, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so you've named her. <laughs> Why'd you give her a stripper name? Um, she always but, naked. <laughs> your arm you're an idiot <laughs> um yeah okay i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about none of this none of this makes any sense <laughs> well i i feel i feel like that's how it would feel for me because that's how i feel like briefly when that happens to me so that sounds oh, kind of similar okay so that's the depersonalization model and now i think i may have described that one a little wrong but that's fine because it sounds like another one i'm going to talk to but so there's yeah. one called the expectancy model which is like essentially you've heard about it enough from other people that mm. like when you have an experience, your brain is almost like, yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. And so then you have like a false memory from the way you've imagined it from someone else, basically. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so it's like what – because it's what you expected basically is the gist. Take a look at the Alexa key in your Alexa app. Did one of you guys say Alexa? Uh, <laughs> it's what you expected. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Yeah, that's – Can you turn that off, please? Yep. Thanks. Give me a second here. Uh, Alexa, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she can't hear you, Justin. You're only in my headphones. Uh, okay. All right, go ahead. Alexa, what is a woman? <laughs> 
I've already asked you that question, I know. Justin. I know. I'm trying to get you on some sort of weird list. <laughs> what is a woman? What's a woman? Um, <laughs> all right. So that was the expectancy model. The next one's the disassociation model. So the, the, the depersonalization and disassociation sound like the same thing. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's it's literally your body disassociating. This is what you see in um, movies, not for this, but when like, someone's abused, they almost like they withdraw and then they're like, Justin's not here right now. Like that kind yeah. of thing where you like you almost withdraw to protect yourself from a stressful event. Yeah, so that's what they. So under extreme circumstances, people detach from certain unwanted feelings to avoid experiencing like the. The emotional trauma of it right so that that's, that's just one. a that sounds like just a derivation of fight or flight right like you it's a self-preservation thing that your body yeah, just goes into that, and you can't yeah right. yes that's um, interesting yes um one theory is that people when they die are ex- re-experiencing the trauma of birth Ooh, yeah. come on for right. who for the like <laughs> so it's the the experience of the memories you never had even though your brain doesn't form memories at that age so that's yes. stupid because like, scientifically you were, your brain doesn't form memories at that age <laughs> and yeah. also if you if you were born in a cave and not a hospital there was no light so how would that be the the experience of being well, reborn, i don't have so, the scientific yeah. data on <laughs> cave-born people having near-death experiences here <laughs> well you know we have a whole podcast so you that's know, that specificity there's, there's of the granularity of data doesn't make it to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so there are there are physiological explanations. So like scientific reasons. Basically, your brain's going bananas. Is the all of the is the all of them? <laughs> yeah. Um, various yeah. parts of your brain just all lighting up at once. Uh, hippocampus stuff, op- occipital cortex, all these like terms you know that I don't know what any of them do. But it's brain your, parts. You're right. Your brain parts going. Cray. Yeah, yeah. And they're losing blood. <laughs> yes, so it's, it's it, that's chemically blood, right? fight or flight. It's literally like yeah. doing everything. So um, uh, some theories they hypothesize that drugs used during resuscitation, like ketamine, can change the way your brain uh, cells change the way they transmit information. Yes, and it is. So. <clears throat> Uh, it messes with a whole bunch of different parts of your brain. Um, low oxygen levels was one John talked about. So it's called hypoxia or anoxia is the other two is the terms there. Um, have been hypothesized to induce hallucinations and maybe explain NDEs. But it's not every near-death experience is low blood uh, low blood oxygen in your brain. So That's true, yeah. I, I don't know if that counts for enough of them. Um, but they did notice that with like fighter pilots experiencing very, very rapid or intense acceleration that they noticed that they would have tunnel vision and bright light type experiences. Yeah, and I think the same has happened for, you know, those, uh, you know, before astronaut or a pilot they put you in one of those centrifuge type things yeah and they yeah. spin you around really quick mm-hmm. they get the same thing when they pass out and some of them will say like that was like some of them are like that's the greatest pleasure i've ever or the happiest i've ever felt or something oh, like that is that that <laughs> here we go yeah no that's just justin no you, you, you have a joke like i can of a bitch i don't have a joke <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting john Mm, greatest pleasure even better than the stranger <laughs> jacques no, i do, do believe i named that heaven thank you very much <laughs> oh, right yeah that's her name all the scientists are in full body suits yeah <laughs> um right so that's kind of all, oh so i do have a little bit more about um some things so apparently three about three percent of the u.s population reports having near to meth experiences okay which is not an insignificant amount of people like that's pretty no. that's a lot of people yeah. um but as a percentage it's small <clears throat> yeah but like as a quantity that is a ton of people yeah yeah like, i mean a lot of people almost die people right a lot of people yeah. almost die 
Well, everybody dies. If you think about it. Oh, yes, right, yeah. So I wonder what that set is, but still, it's still pretty, it's pretty significant. Like, it's enough to do a study upon. Um, well, something, yeah, and so there was a study that they did with 58 patients who recounted near-death experiences, found 30 were not actually in danger of dying, but they thought they were, but medically they were not. Oh. So because they thought that's they one, were, did study. they have... Right. But like, does it matter? Because your brain, uh, it's all, all that matters really. It, it sounds like a lot of it, all that matters is that your brain <clears throat> thinks that you're about to die. But your if, body, when your brain does, your body does the same stuff, but there's not chemicals regarding it. But like, sometimes like, is it just your thoughts causing the chemical rush? Or literally, is it like, um, what is it? What is breathing called? Non- your involuntary systems triggering yeah. that chemical release? I don't know. My well, instinct um, is to say that it's involuntary, <clears throat> but that's just me. Um, so some of the other things like, this, the same experiences happen in other times that aren't near-death experiences. Like out-of-body experiences are common during interrupted sleep patterns, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh, so really? Like, so like, so like, so you get into really deep REM sleep, you might have a near-death experience. Yeah, in- type of thing? Interrupted sleep patterns. So like, if you're not getting a oh, lot of interrupted. sleep, interrupted. Like, yeah. So like, um, sleep paralysis, which sounds terrifying, but you ever heard of that term, sleep paralysis? Yeah, yeah, it's where it's where you wake up and you can't move, type of thing. Right. So like, when you sleep, the reason you don't get up and walk out your dreams is because like your body, there's like a switch basically that turns off your neuromuscular system. Hmm. But when you wake up and become regained consciousness, it like turns back on. But sometimes those systems don't quite sync up. So you like wake up and are aware, but can't move. That sounds awful. It does. <laughs> that sounds um, so awful. But if you have, if you, you know, you may have trouble doing that. Um, there was a thing yeah. that said one of the variety of explanations of those dying, uh, a meeting deceased people is that when Parkinson's patients, for example, have reported visions of ghosts, even monsters. The thing about Parkinson's is it involves an abnormal functioning of a dopamine transmitter that can evoke a hallucination. So they, they have a particularly strong hallucination portion of near-death experiences because literally their brain has got a defective neurotransmitter. Par- Parkinson's patients? Yeah, that's part of their condition is a, do- a fucked up dopamine receptor or something. Um and that um, you asked about recreational drugs, and it's like a lot of the same experiences, out of body experiences, and and hallucinations happen with near with um, recreational drugs, ketamine, mm-hmm. opioids, stuff like that can give you a similar well, symptoms. Do people take the drugs that you give to people that are near dead to bring them back to life? Do they take those voluntarily? I don't know. I've heard people use ketamine before. Yeah, people abuse ketamine. Yeah, like how? How is it like injected or something? Like I don't really know anything about it. That's that's dang. That sounds crazy. Yeah, I couldn't tell you that. Well, I mean, so so Justin, you must have come across like what is it, DMT, Uh, the chemical that's released as you're dying, and so people will take that in like I guess smaller doses to experience to basically get like purposely bring on an NDE. Is that I, I mean that's see that in mind, but do you know about it? Because I don't. Well, that's that's what I've heard. So DMT is in all living things, and it's the chemical that's released when you die. So I guess in like <clears throat> South America, I want to say they you can synthesize it essentially and make it. They make it into like a like a tea, and they drink it, and they have and like they have people hallucinate, and you're on it. You you know you have a near death experience essentially. You vomit a lot too, and that's that's just part of the whole thing. But like, if that's uh, the case, I never. Yeah, really. yeah. No, thank you to vomiting. But you know, but people say it's like a a, a transformative type experience. Like once you've experienced, you've been that like close. Once, once you've edged, car. once you've once you've edged that close to death, <laughs> transformers. Once you've edged that close to death, 
uh, you sort of are like a different person afterwards type of thing. So that's what they say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that was one of the things that was very interesting. Um, Right. So I don't know anything about specifically about DMT uh, or the Mm. abuse or purposely trying to create near death experiences. But that's another thing is that a lot of people that have near death experiences come out like literally with different personalities, changed personalities, Mm. like whole different outlooks on life. Like it's, it's like a noted thing that like plenty of people have, like there's a pattern of you come out like a different person and it's like, that's, that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. Yes. It it makes me want to try DMT, but at the same time, not try. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if you got a barf, I mean, barf, (laughs) new person, (laughs) I mean, whatever, like, I guess I'll never know. (laughs) There's, there's a pad somewhere with lists of pros and cons and, you know, I'll have to start filling out. So that's that's kind of what I got about near death experiences. Hopefully it was it was interesting. Nice. It's interesting yeah. stuff. That's yeah. that's interesting because like it seems it's not based on anything religious or, or like opinionated. It's just based for the most part on people's experience actual experiences with it or what they've claimed to be the experiences with it. So it's some of those are influenced by religion though. Some of their experiences sure. no, are I'm, crafted I'm, and I'm mental. I'm not saying that like that's that means that we can write something off, but in general, like it's based on stuff that individuals have actually experienced which is pretty interesting yeah, true we're on to adam's we're on to mm-hmm. adam's topic now and this is where i feel he's gonna mercy kill the podcast <laughs> <laughs> well it needs it so let's get on it but also no 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 no. but also knowing adam's topic already ahead of time i'm hearing that song i'm this is gonna be like this is gonna be like let's send it home with fucking adam shit like if, if the rest of this podcast <laughs> yeah. was a downer like the start of Adam's topic is going to be the immigrant song. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's perfect. Yeah. Good call. Because that's about, well, I'll let Adam take it from here. Yeah. Wait, what? Am I talking about immigrants now? No, no, sort of. But yeah, you need to hear that song now. Yeah. Anyways. Sure. Yes. This is how I will start it. This is imagine me talking. Immig- imagine a bunch of immigrants <laughs> chanting in your ears. Do you not know what the immigrant I, song is? Uh, I don't. I can't think of it right now. I don't know what you're talking what? about. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's called the immigrants. Okay, gotcha. Um, Did you see yeah, this Thor is that. Ragnarok. Yeah, I have not. Ears. I have not, but I heard it's really oh, good. Oh my god, it is, it's on Netflix too. So check it right, out. Yeah. And it's got the. It features Wait. that song in kind of some badass places. I apologize. Bad- I was. I was actually reading Norse history. <laughs> Nerd for the past nine months you wear your no. glasses you wear your glasses with like a chain connecting them so you can wear them like a necklace when you're not doing other things like a, 19, like a 1980s librarian it's not and it's not even like a fancy one it's the kind of like chain that you like have on an old ceiling fan that kind of connecting links yeah Prof- professor adam is a square <laughs> God damn. That's a beautiful face. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I hate you so much. The, <laughs> All right. I'll stop. Uh, so what are you talking about but, today, Adam? Uh, I chose a specific, I chose like the Nordic um, and Norse pantheons version of afterlife and specifically kind of where people go. Bring it home, Adam! Woo! <laughs> wow, I can definitely follow that. So I, so I read I thirteen I hours of books. <laughs> oh, cool! Books on tape? No. 
old sacred texts, not even in the English language. <laughs> he ordered those in a bag of dust to pour on them first. <laughs> it's unnecessary. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I? <laughs> I just had a near-death experience. <laughs> so I did my research again on the, the kind of the Norse pantheon and what they believe about afterlife. Uh, this obviously touches on more things than the afterlife, and some of this is pretty interesting. So I might have some tangential stuff. But kind of the idea initially was just, oh, everyone knows about the idea of Valhalla and this kind of Nordic afterlife place for warriors. That's yeah, oh, that's, I, that's all. That's what I knew. That's about all I know, too. John, do you know anything about Valhalla or anything like that with Nordic pantheons? Uh, Valhalla, as I understand it, is their version of heaven, I guess. Is that a, a way to put it? Or is it just the afterlife? That, that's what I know of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think people have mostly heard of Valhalla. But it, it, uh, we'll briefly touch on some background stuff. But Valhalla is only a portion of where people go in the afterlife. Um, so there's other ones as well, but Valhalla is like the most infamous one based on uh, some of the songs and, and just praise and prose of, of history. So And the immigrant song. I, I did some initial background because I wanted to figure out like who are the Nordic people that this kind of falls under because this dates back thousands of years. Uh, the, the Nordic countries that we call nowadays that fall into the Nordic peoples that used to kind of believe in this are uh, the region that involves uh, Northern Europe, Northern Atlantic, mostly right now include Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, Sweden, as well as Greenland and the Faroe Islands, which are both part of the Kingdom of Denmark, and the Aland Islands and Svalborg uh, Archipelagos. So <laughs> Finland, Norway, all that stuff. <laughs> Trust me, there's going to be a lot of Nordic words here that I'm not going to know how to fully pronounce, but I'm going to try my best. So I just, just Svalgorg my pants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> if I mispronounce anything for people up there, I apologize. But anyway, it's that it's kind of that region in history, right? These a lot of this information from Valhalla and other things in the Norse pantheon are taken from uh, a couple different old texts from the 10th and the 13th centuries. Uh, so I will kind of be referencing a lot of the stuff that happened uh, and was written in those two large. They're kind of like these big like epics, kind of like the Iliad and the Odyssey type of things, where they have a bunch of history and people and places and yada yada. So um, anyway, the Norse pantheon. Besides the Valhalla stuff, just to give you some background, there are nine different homeworlds of the Norse pantheon. You might have heard from other uh, places of Asgard, which is the home of the Aesir, which is ruled by the god Odin. Yes. Of course, yes. you know a little bit about that. Uh, yes. Uh, Alfheimer and Jostheimer, the home of the light elf. Yes. What was the second one? <laughs> it's, it's getting some, it's getting Tolkien-ish. <laughs> There's some light elves there. Uh, Neovalir and Svartulfheimer, the home of the dwarves, who are also synonymous with the dark elves and the black elves. Shit. Midgard, which is Earth, the home of the humans. Okay. Jotunheimer, which is the home of the giants. I think, it's, I think it's pronounced Jotunheim. Yeah, you're probably right. The giants are called the, the Jotunar or something yeah. like that. It is, yes. Uh, the the Vanaheim, which is the home of the Vanir, which is like half of the gods. So there's a lot of gods, obviously, and they sit in different places. But uh, uh, Asgard and uh, Vanaheim are two of the bigger ones. Uh, Niflheim, which is a world of ice and snow. Muspelheim, which is a world of fire and lava and oh, home of the Jotun, one of the giants. Classic. And Hell, or also called Heimer, the home... Yeah, H-E-L, which is the home of the dishonorable dead, sometimes synonymous or located within Niflheim and ruled by the goddess Hel, H-E-L, the person. So a lot of different places, right? Very cool. However, 
Most of which I, I know from I the Thor movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. So Dude, if you like this okay. stuff, you'd probably like. Yeah, okay. I need to watch. It. I know. I know. So basic overview stuff. Afterlife things. There's a couple different places that are involved with the afterlife of old school Norse mythology. There's a place called Helgafell, which is the holy mountain, which is an, one idea of afterlife that appears uh, in oh, some wow. Norse sources. It's a mountain that within the mountain, whenever you would die, you would basically be led through kind of a river that would take you further on through the mountain and possibly into the afterlife, into other locations. That's just a very generic thing. Uh, hell, specifically, is the concept, H-E-L, is yeah. a subterranean place that's blue and black and is ruled by H-E-L, the, the person. Uh, and it's a place of darkness and horror and separated from the world from the living by a rapid river across which leads this Glaubru the dead have to pass. So there's some gates there. It's real dark. It's messed up. It's kind of probably where we got a lot of our beginning ideas of what hell is in our perspective. Does that precede Christian beliefs? I don't know exactly because I'm crappy with dates. So I did most of my stuff on here. I don't know the dates of Christianity well, and things like that. I don't want to spoil this for you, but is it BC or AC? Or AD? <laughs> these are from these are these are written. <laughs> BC or AC? Is it before uh, Christ or after air conditioning? <laughs> is, this, is this an AC/DC song? Or after Christ? We're, we're so sued by AC/DC and Led Zeppelin. Um, I uh. I. The, the 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 actual documentations is from like from the 10th to the 13th centuries uh so obviously that's ad but it, some of the stuff goes way back so i don't know when it first became you know like you know what i mean like there's not written texts that far back so i don't know the exact origination okay so don't know 100 yeah but uh, so hell is and what i found out too is hell is basically the default place where you go when you die so it's basically like, kind of like hell it's just like a crappy Fuck. place you go. You go to like die and possibly burn. And if you don't, if you if you uh, basically didn't die in battle in some heroic way, you would I mean, go there. Possibly burn. So no, that's nice. You might. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, so I guess there were there are warriors that used to like before they would die in in battle, they would like they they didn't they didn't actually fully die in battle, but they wanted to go to Valhalla and they would like stab themselves and try to kill themselves. And they would Fuck. and they would try to go to Valhalla and they'd be like. No, we saw what fucking happened. You're going to hell. <laughs> Push them down to hell. Oh, fuck. You're right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, you can't cheat the system. Nope. It's so Thor. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Thor. I, 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 like, I, like to, I like to make a point here. As if living in um, Iceland in the 10th or 13th <laughs> centuries wasn't bad enough, your default after you die is to go right to hell. Who knows? Well, but it's, it sounds terrible there. for us. For them, it's like the fire they've been yearning for probably after all these years. That's a good point, yeah. From Iceland Wait, to hell? That's a Iceland's, good point, Adam. Iceland's warm. Greenland's cold, right? But Greenland is the well, Greenland is well. awesome, too. And Finland and yeah, Scandinavia. Yeah. My brother was They're in all really Finland cold. Um, playing soccer, and he said it was freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was probably wishing upon a hell every day. Yeah. So, so okay. So, listen. So, Valhalla is another place, right? So, Valhalla is an afterlife destination where half of those who die in battle, half of those who die in battle go to Valhalla, Okay. Half of them go to Valhalla. The other half go somewhere else. The the half of them that die, they go to Valhalla. They're called the Einherjar, which is a retinue which is gathered by a gathered of people in order to get to Valhalla. After mm-hmm. after uh, a battle happens, uh, and there are warriors. So is Valhalla that are out there kind of? Fields. Can I ask you a question about Valhalla? Is it sure. like there's a and maybe I missed it in some of the stuff you say. There, the Valhalla is, is a heaven for warriors. Are there other in quotes heavens? Yes. Uh, so I, let me. I guess I'll recap that real fast. I was going to go over you, but but Valhalla. What it means basically, it stands for the Hall of the Slain, 
and it is Jeez. a speci- it is a hall. It's basically like a big, a large hall that hosts half of the warriors, the Nordic warriors that have ever lived. Like a part, like and it's a giant, like celebratory, massive place. Yeah, Mead massive hall. celebratory hall. There are 540 different rooms in this hall, supposedly. Yeah. Odin chills here. Uh, yeah. Thor chills here. Yeah. It's there's a big tree out front that uh, there is a large goat and a large deer that like feast off this world tree, mm. and uh, they, they very literally chill there. They literally chill there, yeah. And all the warriors eat and drink uh, every night once they die in this big hall. And Odin just drinks. He just drinks. He doesn't eat. Odin doesn't eat shit. I'll go talk on that a little bit. He just drinks. He just drinks wine the entire time. Cool. So what, how, uh, do I do, how do I do that? Yeah, you, you got to die. How do I beat Odin? Battle. You got. Okay. You can't be Odin. No one can be Odin. Now you guys see why reincarnation sucks ass. Maybe you will. So anyways, right, so half the people that die in battle are noted as the Iron Hair Jar, which is the selected group of people that are that Valkyries, aka females that have wings that fly down from the like the heavens, come and pluck you out of the ground and bring you up to Valhalla. Awesome. Every day <laughs> and every like every night there is this huge boar pig thing that is gutted and killed and feasted upon, and then it gets revived every morning. So his, he's reincarnating. <laughs> he's reincarnating every day. That's to the bullshit eaten. you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, this is the pig you don't want to be on yeah, the bottom of the totem pole when you have shit karma. So <laughs> these people are living karma. a life. These people are living a life. If, that's, why, that's why people were so excited back in the day to to die in battle because you get this sweet afterlife where you're picked up by these like women that fill your tankards and have wings and shit and you just <laughs> eat all day, all night, and, to, and basically you prepare for a huge battle to come. Doesn't that sound like propaganda to get people to fight in battles? Right. In addition to those things you said, 72 virgins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's nothing to claim that specifically, but, but maybe. You never know. Well, but that's... <laughs> so Valhalla is one of them, right? So You're a, t- you're a terrible god, Adam. I, I, not, my, not my day. <laughs> Nobody so, can be Odin, so it's fine. It's weird too because this is noted in here too, and I noticed this when I was doing research. Is that this is all talking about the men in battle? So half of them go to Valhalla, and half of them go to a place called Folkvanger, which is a place that's overseen by the goddess Freya, who you okay. have obviously yeah. probably heard of. Yeah, so half video of them go to, games. yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> half of them go to Freya's <laughs> realm of Folkvanger, and half of them go to Valhalla, the the yes. warriors that die in battle. I was like, what happened to all the women and all the children and shit? Hell, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No way, really? Yes! <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's Helga Vikings Fel are fucking hell. awesome. Helga <laughs> fell in hell. Uh, all right, that's where you go if you're not one of those people, of those warriors that die Damn. in battle. So, like, Sorry, should have grown up faster. <laughs> should have grown up not a woman. There's, there's literally <laughs> one sentence in here. It says this in, in, uh, in this long afterlife thing. It says, little, in, little information is known of where women went. But both Helgafell, <laughs> both Helgafell and Hell's Realm must have been open for women. And the lavish gifts that could be bestowed on dead women show that they were understood to have an afterlife as well. Period. The end. It's the only thing you know about women. Wow. That's it. That is rough. Yeah. Like, what wow, about kids that crazy. die? People that die too early. Like that. And what about what if there's no battle for a little while? And what do you do? You just die on a farm and like you go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay. only go to Valhalla if you died during a battle, not if you were a brave warrior that died like you got to die in you know, battle of a farm in attack, battle. which is probably which is probably why 
all these Nordic people, we always have the image of them going to battle and going to fight so much, right? Because they go to covertine territories with their ships and well, just like murdering people. They? Yeah, they're savage yeah. conquerors. Yeah, cool. Like, and, and so in their head, they're like, if I don't die on a battlefield, I'm going to fucking hell, right? So when that's ingrained right, in you, so there's like, an incentive to yeah, fight a lot a huge and try and die. But isn't exactly. the point like you don't want to die uh, foolishly? Like you don't want to purposely die on someone's sword. Like you want to die trying your hardest. Yeah. But if you're really yeah. good and you try your hardest, you don't die and you kill everybody. It seems like that guy should <laughs> get into Valhalla too, though. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he does. But I think that's the goal. Like if you if you die valiantly in battle, there's certain of you that go that are called Einharjar that go to Valhalla. What's or whatever. the What's the deciding factor if you go for, to one or the other? It, it doesn't. It's not clearly specifically stated in, in any of the pros. Uh, it just says that half get plucked from the Valkyries and go to Valhalla, and the other half Freya takes. So I think it's like a balanced act. Okay. Listen, if you join the Viking army, you can either go to Valhalla or you, they might help you pay for college. You know, they're yeah. good about that kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could yeah. learn computer cool. repair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With DeVry <laughs> or aviation, whatever he's doing. <laughs> so <laughs> so in Norse mythology too obviously this is all going on the idea is that once you die uh, specifically when you're in Valhalla or in uh, in Freya's realm yeah. they are when you die, you are still in body form. Like you still have your soul is still condensed into some kind of body. Like you're just in the afterlife in a different place, like in a different plane with your with your same stuff. So you just take your shit with you from the battlefield. The idea is that they keep feeding you and giving you drink until that mm-hmm. one day comes. When there is a massive battle known as oh. Ragnarok. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. so in Valhalla, they're, yes, they're, and that's the end of the world? Valhalla, Ragnarok is supposed to like the big battle between gods that that is going to reset the world. So Fenrir comes up and he's like, check this shit out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so basically these people are all prepping. So besides eating and drinking, they're, they're practicing battle all day long up here. So Vikings are just, fucking awesome. They're savages. <laughs> you know what's though? I haven't watched any. There's like a lot of shows about Vikings on right now, and I haven't watched any yep. of them. I haven't really yeah. either. I don't really either. I feel like they're for Trump voters. I don't know why, though, shit. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I just feel like they're for Trump voters. So, I, mean, like, I don't know. Okay. okay. I, I would say that so far, I haven't finished the book yet, but the, the Norris mythology book the that Neil Gaiman wrote is good. You haven't finished a book, Adam? <laughs> Doesn't sound very Adam-like to me. Uh, it's real good, though. Do, but... What are you even doing on this podcast, it's a, my friend? I'm sorry, I'm not prepared. Is it a... Is, is it a um... Nonfiction book? It's it's a nonfiction book that has some fictional retellings of the tales. Oh. So like it has it's based it's like he's he's puts his own spin on some of the stories, but it's still the same stories as the old days. And it's based off like the majority of it is just based on the prosetta and and uh, previous text. So any anyway, of the poetic edda. So yeah, yeah. Ragnarok is this massive battle. It's supposed to be like a future series of events that includes a great battle. That's foretold to ultimately result in the death of a number of major figures, including the gods Odin, Thor, Tyr, Freyr, Heimdall, and Loki, among wow. a lot more. Wow. So it's like the battle. Yeah. So everyone's prepping for this huge battle. And supposedly after this battle happens and kind of the quote unquote world Why'd ends. Why do you say battle like you don't believe it's going to happen? You're like after well, this uh, battle, supposed. <laughs> after this skirmish happens. Yeah. The, uh, That's what you want to call it. The, the word world will be submerged in water. And for how many afterwards, days and how many nights? No idea. Maybe like 40? three. I'm going to say three. After three days and three nights. <laughs> it's not as many. The, uh, Okay. The world's going to resurface anew and be fertile. And the su- nice. surviving returning gods 
if, if any of them survive, who knows, they will meet and the world would be repopulated by two human survivors. This sounds a little bit like something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something, yeah. Somebody copied somebody <laughs> else's homework. <laughs> it turns out they're both dudes. No. <laughs> Vikings are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they both kill each other again and the world collapses. <laughs> Bring one of the women back from hell, for Christ's sake. Jesus. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Uh, there are two humans, Leif and Leith, uh, Lifthrasir, which are the fail- female and male, respectively. There are two humans that are foretold to survive the events of Ragnarok by it's hiding Leif in a wood. Leif and Lifthrasir, not Leif and Sven. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, in the Bible, Adam and Eve wear leaves on their uh, genitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on their spheres. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The Leif is on the spheres. Adam and Eve <laughs> basically hide out in a wood called Hadramus Holt. And after the flames, <laughs> after the flames have abated, I don't know how the flares flames when the world was underwater. But after the flames have abated, uh, you just have... spent a whole like hour telling us about magic, magic food and magic uh, water super battle. Fire. Yeah, it's, maybe there's it's... oil in the water. I'm sure there's a book on it out. somewhere, Adam. Yeah. There's probably a book somewhere. It's probably an answer in some some book, nerd. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great book. You know where book readers go when they die? Straight the to library. hell, Adam. Straight to yeah. hell with one L. <laughs> There's no library cards there. <laughs> so, so, that being said, there's some cool stuff that goes on in up there in Odin world, right? So, in in uh, the Aesir and the different gods that are up there. Right? So, on top of this, like kind of basic stuff, I just I, I kind of dug into some of those weird what's going on up there. Like what Rem- what else? Remind me, the Aesir are who again? A-E-S-I-R? The Aesir are a subset of the gods, including Odin. There's and then there are the Nasir, which are another subset of gods for like the gods of like life and cultivation and things like that too that are less popular. They're just like a subset of can the you gods. Say, can the you know the name of any of those Nasir? Uh, they don't. Like, I, right, I couldn't like, find nice. names in them, but they're just like they're made by they're named by like what they stand for. Uh, I couldn't find the specific names in them. So no, nothing that you could nothing you could think of. That's why they're kind of sub Aesir. They're like middle management, right? Like like the yeah yeah like the middle management <laughs> gods. Yeah, <laughs> they're the gods of scanners and. Fax machines. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Vanir. Uh, like, I, I, something I know about the Vanir. V A. Yeah, there's a there's another group too for the Vanir that have a different uh different ground too. Yeah, that's where Vanaheim is, the home of the Vanir. It's another subset, I think, too. Oh, okay. Sorry. There's a couple of them. There's like there's so many words that are like very very similar that mean totally different things as well. And there's so many H words that I'm just like sometimes I get lost in them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hell. But and the person yeah, in like hell, hell that runs it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of uh, research before doing that one. It's the George Foreman of religions. <laughs> Adam only reads books with like the least amount of H words he can find. <laughs> it's a weird system, but it works for Adam. Help him heal. Nope. So I hear some Holy random details. Bible. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. So that's kind of like a partial of the afterlife stuff. And the afterlife stuff trail into more of this Norse mythology stuff, which I found really interesting too. So I'm going to just touch on some random stuff. So here's some weird weird tidbits of information. What mm-hmm. does Odin what does Odin eat and drink, you might ask? He's the god of all gods. He's the master. Did ask. Oh, I know the answer. Nothing. What is it? Ambrosia. No. Is that, is that right? Did I, I get, don't know. did I get it? His face is is weird. It looks <laughs> like, hard to, yeah, it's hard to discern. He only drinks wine. Oh, yeah, you okay. already answered the question. question. Yeah. Trick question. Trick question. Only You're an idiot. idiot. It, says, it says here <laughs> Odin gives all of the food on his table to his wolves, Gary and Frecky. No. And that, yep. No. Mm-mm. Yep. And Odin requires. Vikings no food. are awesome. <laughs> he requires no food. Behold my mighty wolves. 
Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> when he's not it's being a wolf, true. he also installs cable. Uh, yeah, he puts, he'll, he's not he'll, spelled like that. It's G E R I, but I don't know if that makes it any cooler. Gary it's and Freaky, cooler, actually. It cannot yeah. be pronounced Jerry, Jerry Ryan. <laughs> he's kind of a badass. I mean, he just drinks one of the wine. Spice Girls. He drinks wine for food and and drink. Wine, apparently, for him is a only thing that required to sustain him, which is pretty really cool. Freaky. Later on, yeah. Odin gets an eye plucked out. He gets has all these crazy things happen to him. He's pretty insane. That being said, so moving on, what do the Einherjar eat? What do people in Valhalla, the warriors, what do they eat? In Norse mythology, Ooh. you want to guess? Guess. Say, say the question again. I kind of already alluded to this, but what are those Einhar? What are the Einharjar, the warriors that get pulled of Valhalla? I already kind of already gave this one away. Well, these are the middle management people, so I'm thinking Applebee's appetizers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but sandal steaks. Five dollar foot longs the entire table. South- Southwestern egg rolls, my friend. You can't go wrong. That's chilies. <laughs> You shouldn't know that, Justin. Actually, I think it might be Fridays. I don't know which one it is. What do they eat? I think it's chilies. I think it's chilies. It's Saramir. It's the creature that was killed and eaten every night. Oh, and the then pig. they cook it. There's Why do you a, keep that? Okay, hold on. Time out. Terrible segment. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're asking me questions you already gave me the answers to. These are all trick questions. You guys this still fucked up. You guys still didn't get it. <laughs> what is Odin's name? <laughs> if, you, if you screw up that one, good God. <laughs> Wait, let me guess. Ambrosia. <laughs> it's Gary. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> the only food Justin eats is Hambrosia. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the next question, you fucking assholes. <laughs> So does Odin like take women and stuff? Like, what does he do? He turns nope, into he a, drinks uh, wine and prepares for battle. No, he turns uh. into animals and bangs women. That's where he wait, does turn or... into animals. There's no, there's no bang limit that I can tell. Really? I mean, maybe that's somewhere in somewhere in some future events, but not in the classics. So this He's is why guy. the Roman gods are way better then, because that's They're all they bang. do. They just There's turn into animals and go bang humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he's like he was a horse or a deer, so he banged it, and then and then it's a, their kid is a wolf. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. You know, I think Odin actually could turn into like a raven later on. Like it was like his, that was his thing, but I don't think you. Yeah, by Odin's raven. raven. That's, a, that's a thing from things. <laughs> that's a thing from sex. It's a sexual position. Yeah, the great Odin's raven. I, I, I think Brett Kavanaugh tried the Odin's raven on the, with his oh, friends in college. I, like or I do not like that. Political, political humor. Yes. <laughs> so uh, when, it's a drinking game it's a drinking game <laughs> so i will tell you some other another cool fact here the word wednesday it actually means odin's day and wednesday is derived from uh odin himself so the idea from the old english uh wednesday and middle, middle english wednesday is the day of Woden, which is the day of odin i do want to point the out day of odin's worship. English. okay i i feel like adam's trying to win an award for saying the most <laughs> <laughs> unpronounceable words in one podcast here i'm trying did you you know wednesday is named after thor that's why it's called thor's day (laughs) get him out of here did you know that justin refers to sunday as hambrosia day because that's when he eats hambrosia all fucking day (laughs) i refer to every day as hambrosia day thank you very much (laughs) what day is it doesn't matter that's what day it is. 
is ambrosia on the fucking menu yeah uh, whatever I don't need, I'll give it to the fucking wolves, Gary. Ambrosia. Uh, sweet nectar of the gods. <laughs> oh, man. So is Odin... Uh, so, like, okay. So the Roman gods and the Greek gods, they're, like, there are... Um, different pantheons. Yeah, but they're Planets. the same, like... They're essentially the same, like, gods, basically, in the same stories, but they're, like, the the counterparts to one another. I like, mean, Zeus is, uh, is Odin, right? Is Greek Odin? I mean, I mean, kind of, but not quite the same. So there are different gods in different pantheons that represent the same kind of things, like storms or agriculture or life or nature or whatever, right? So, I mean, that's pretty synonymous because that's just the way that belief used to work, where it's just like, I want to believe in something that helps me. Let's make a god for it, right? So yeah. in that same way, yeah, but I don't think they're like copycats of each other. Like they're, they're independent gods that don't look the same or feel the same. I don't know if I'm, I'm sure that different things like the Greeks like looked back on Norse pantheon and be like, okay, well, you know, this kind of makes sense. All right, I've heard of this. Zeus and Odin, like my understanding was, they're like they're essentially the same guy or essentially the same, like all the same concepts. Yeah, I don't have enough knowledge to make that link uh, between as the two. It, as I understand it, Zeus and Odin are the final bosses of their religion, basically. Yeah, right, that's the last guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of true. That's he hasn't finished true. the book, in fairness. So. Yeah, it's. The ending's coming. <laughs> He'll find out. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He takes <laughs> off his mask and it was Zeus the whole time. <laughs> um. Spoiler alert, everybody dies. Uh, so Mo- Odin also has a talking head. I don't know if you guys knew this. He carries a talking have... head with him. His it's... name is M- Mimir. Who? Really? It's the Rememberer, the Wise One. It's oh, a figure yeah. in Norse mythology renowned for his knowledge and wisdom who is beheaded during the Azer Vanir War. Afterward, the god Odin carries around Mimir's head, and it recites secret knowledge and counsel to him. Shit. Can Zeus do that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I I mean, so he's not fully aware. I haven't read the Neil Gaiman book on Zeus yet, but yeah. Well, so he's got he's got a, a a beheaded head that talks to him, and wolves that eat his leftovers, and he only drinks wine. Yeah. Reincarnation fucking sucks. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And, yeah. the, and the different way that the worlds are laid out and the, the, the world tree and the, the animals, the big animals that kind of drink out of the, the fountain of the tree and like where the water comes from. It's like all this like very strange, fantastical. Yes, it's uh, got a lot of very cool visual. Element. Yeah. Yeah. Like massive creatures and giants that are walking around on their different planets. It's pretty rad. I like it. I like it a lot. It's, yeah, I, I, do, I do like the imagination for sure. I mean, even if it's, it's all cool. analogy, it's like really in depth. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, so that's most of kind of what I had. There's a bunch of other like more detailed stuff on the specific elements. But so that, in general, kind of the... That religion is not followed anymore, right? I mean, I'm sure there are people that probably still follow kind of the pantheon. But I don't know if there are like churches right like now that are like... legitimately too... pray to, no- to Odin? Or make I, I would assume there's still some like old school people in Svardborg, Valborg, whatever. They're still probably like yeah, in a board really, somewhere. yeah, they're borging it up somewhere over over yonder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that still believe in some of that stuff. Yeah, and, sacrificing uh, sacrificing whale meat to the gods type of thing yeah, over and over and over yeah. and spit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very that's very Norse. And yes. some people still do. I'm sure they still do some like the Norse funerals and Nordic uh, funerals were oh, sometimes that's for, right. On the boats, sometimes I read about it this too. Sometimes they're not always put on boats out to sea and then lit on fire. 
but they are also buried in boats and then they just bury them deep in the ground with these like the boats that they were in to these large like ships and whatever else and they and the people like find them like those have been excavated yeah right? yeah Wait, I think they, some people find them archaeologists that's right them. they put them in the boat and then bury the boat in the ground yeah like a whole boat where like this, you know the, it's like a the boat has the ends that come up with like the like ornate the ships yeah, yeah. The long yeah. ships. Yeah, I've seen, and then they so they bury them in that. But you've seen a, yep. like oh. a Viking funerals, like the or they literally set the boat on fire and push it out into a body of water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Another, is that the same thing, Adam? Or not the same? Yeah, thing, they do that the too. Some of them do that too. Yeah, yeah. There's different That's traditions for. Is that for every person, or is that for like special people? I they, it was a, a time and place, but I don't think it's everybody. I think it was like certain people were either deemed that they were it was that was necessary. I think most people just got fucking buried in the ground and they just covered them in dirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is old days, right? Like not every single person, people were dropping like flies. Yeah, and not fucking even, not building boats like crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we really got to build a boat for Jim, really? All he's ever done is tell crap jokes and drink beer. Like, <laughs> Three of my seven kids died in, uh, during uh, during the birthing process. Uh, do right. we have to bury them, too? Like, this happens all the time. Can we put them all so, in one boat? Build one big boat. Yeah. Just send, them, send them to hell and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. It's true. It's, yeah, so, I, that, that one has a very – it's like a very colorful – backstory fast yeah it's and and i'm sure a lot of it has to do with not i mean the culture obviously but the culture is based around that uh really really cold atmosphere right so these certain things like to go and it kind of makes sense if you think about it to to kind of be excited about the afterlife in a way that encourages you to go battle because they want to have more warm land. They yeah, want they you to go out there and conquer warm land so we can leave this frigid, terrible place. Mm-hmm. And if you do that and you die, you're going to go to some sweet heaven, eating some pig, you know, mm-hmm. getting ready for the next battle. Feeding wolves. Yeah. Feeding some wolves. Some hot yeah. chicks going to pick you up with wings. Yep. Just you and next, just throw some scraps to Greg. What is his name? <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. Gary. <laughs> but Greg is just as terrible. Yeah. Gary, yeah, Gary, it's it's said that way, but it's um it means greedy or something, right? Like really? Oh, yeah. His, oh, well, the know. the names mean something. I, if my memory serves me right, like every name means something, but like, but like it's, it's not it's not Gary G A R Y. It's like it's a no. Germanic word or something for yeah. greedy or something. Okay. And this is all like old old school Germanic because that whole area was you know of the Germanic peoples back in the day in Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, yeah I I like. I like it a lot because um, there's a lot to dig into and, and the afterlife portion of it is just a portion of kind of the mythology, but they're very fascinated with the afterlife because it's like what, what they live for is to die, <laughs> which is just a very strange kind of concept. Just, I think just us. working for the weekend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really working for the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. So is Huggin and Munin, is that the, Ravens? Do you know? Uh, Do you, that's I don't like know Odin. Hugging. Odin has like I know that I recognize those names. I'm thinking of those names. But he had like two like specific named ravens that because he was like a wise person. He was like supposed to be wise, right? And he was like yeah. all seeing, and it was because he could see through the eyes of his ravens or something along those lines. Like I, I know I, that's I, not I, really the the afterlife aspect of it. It's just the mythology of Odin. Odin himself is like his own could be his own topic. It's like incredibly long the amount of information regarding Odin specifically and all of his history and all of his relations and that kind of thing. So I didn't yeah. go, I didn't, I looked at it, like skimmed through some of the stuff for him, but I didn't go too deep into it. Just found some of the interesting stuff. But. Pretty fucking cool though. Like, I, love the, the, I love the Pantheon. Yeah. Pantheon. Sorry, cool. what was it? 
No, no, that's all I got really. Yeah, pretty, like, and pretty I, cool. I love the and and they have really great maps of the worlds and like the kind of their cosmos, <clears> the universe, with the different like lands and Yggdrasil, mm. this large like tree that that binds all the roots to all the different other lands, and that's like so, how they get fed with water and like it's just kind of a really cool uh, concept that like to us nowadays we would probably not come up with. We'd just be like, this is a good place. This is a bad place. That's it. Earth's in yeah. the middle. I mean, it's very like um. It's like now when we think about like they thought about literally like they say realms, but they are worlds, but they mean like planets, basically. Yeah. Right. Yep. And like, I wonder if there is uh, this is completely off topic and just nerd us talk. But like, I wonder if aliens were something involved in their culture. Oh, boy. Just even the concept, a whole planet of ice and a whole planet of fire is so fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Because those things exist, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Like yeah. what they built. I think I think that we underestimate what bored people with nothing to do will think up. Like yeah. imagine you imagine you don't have a five day a week nine to five, right? And you just all you have to do is focus on surviving. But all your all you're focusing on is surviving essentially right so once you're once you get past the survival part and you've got basically like oh i know how to hunt i can get that shit down then they're just sitting around telling stories and making up stories to each, to the, to each other right so mm-hmm. they just kind of like throw shit to the wind all they have to do is sit around all they, all they they get to sit around and just think and clear their brain out all day and i feel yeah. like that's uh, like like the ancient peoples like that's what we always forget it's like their imagination was so good because like they weren't being like you know dragged down by the minutia of bank policies no they're just getting dragged down by the minutia <sighs> of constant war and survival and <laughs> scraping by to survive and the fact that it's <laughs> fucking cold yet again <laughs> it's freezing yeah right it's 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 freezing, and the app said it was supposed to be partly cloudy. And oh, look, it's 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 four p.m. and the moon is fucking out. God damn, we're so far north. What the fuck? <laughs> How am I supposed to make this tree grow on ice? Son of a bitch! Damn it, Odin, you're ruining everything. That's, but yeah. it's true. I mean, in a, in a way, too, when you, when you have bad circumstances and you're living in a place, right? You and all you do is farm, right? You need to come up with a way to pray that your crop is going to grow well. And just like really like be like, all I have is this crop. So if this shit doesn't work, I'm screwed. What can I do to make the crop better? There's no miracle grow. I got to make something up and pray <laughs> to it and just hope that something's out there to give me a benefit, right? Like I, I need this to really work. So there's like a lot of desperation back in the day too. Where... Well, like does it start as, I mean, I don't really understand how these things originate, but does it, and there's probably no way to know, but does it start as people just trying to impress people by making up stories and then eventually you... You hear it as like less of a story and more of a truth, and then eventually it's mm-hmm. that's probably a good chunk of it too. People are probably bored, and people are probably like, "Oh, I, I experienced this thing," and they're like, "Oh, oh, you did? I experienced something similar, or whatever right. it is." Talked too. about your out of body experience with your eyes turning white, or whatever, when you stand up. And I kind of had a, I have yeah. similar experiences where it, right? You're like so aware of what's going on around you, even if you can't see it, and it's. But other yeah. people have the same. Well, right? There was that raven and. I mean, there must be those animals or, you know, all the animals they put in their stuff are all local to that region, right? All the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stags and the goats and whatever that are there, too. It's not like they're doing dragons and birds and whatever the crap that aren't there. Right. But yeah, for sure. It makes it makes a lot of sense. But I, I probably do the same shit. Right. I got lucid dreams, folks. Like, you know, fuck you, you got lucid dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what John was like yeah, when we said it. He was like, ooh. I'm just a skeptic, you know what I mean? Like... 
Yeah. I just, sometimes I feel like somebody's just trying to impress other people by saying stuff. So well, yeah. somebody dreams. Is, yeah, is yeah. Loose stool dreams. That's what that guy had. <laughs> and that's the that's the uh, beginning and end of it. So, John, what do you yes. think of the afterlife after hearing all this stuff? What do you think of what we were going to bring to the table, and then we kind of we'll start there. What do you what do you think? What did you think we were going to talk about? All of us. Well, spoiler alert! I already knew the topics you guys were going to pick. However, so Adams, Adams Adams is the most fun, right? Like Adams is just the most fun. Justin's is the most scientific, which I you know I, I lean towards, right? Okay. Um, I, I feel like I'm not answering your question, but no, no, you're um, I chose reincarnation only because I'm, I'm, I, I find Buddhism and Hinduism and the Far East religions very fascinating. And I always feel like they're uh, maybe overlooked isn't, isn't the right word, but I feel, maybe in our culture, they're sort of a little overlooked, I think. And they're sort of thought of, uh, they're sort of thought of as uh, woo woo and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And we sort of like pick and choose out of their religions. Like we, like we take yoga out and we're like, yoga is cool, but the rest of it, no, I, I'm not touching yeah, any of that Star shit. Wars. So. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like how John, I like how John John ranks them all like it's like a high school yearbook thing where it's like most likely to succeed. I'd pick Justin's <laughs> <laughs> class clown. Gotta be Adams. No, nah, Adams is for sure throwing the winning touchdown in a football game. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah, at least best dressed. I mean, here's a <laughs> well, or most well read for that matter, since it's Adam. But yeah. <laughs> so, but uh. I mean, the answers will all eventually come to us. So, I mean, this is all fun speculation, which is the, the which is, is is great. I like it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I know that sounds kind of it's a little depressing, but we'll all eventually get the answer, right? So, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, and I'm so, sharpening my knives right now. Valhalla's <laughs> so far away. Some mercy killing. Um, <laughs> what? Adam, before we started talking about the afterlife and the topics that we specifically chose, what did you think we were going to talk about? Like, what did you think the near-death experience is an example like mine? What did you think you were going to, what I was going to say? What did you, did I, did I surprise you with anything? Um, I think I knew some of the stuff from long, I took a psych class in high school. And I remember like near-death near experiences being briefly explained. So I remember like some of the, what people claim to have seen. I liked, I, I thought it was interesting, the stats of the amount of people that had claimed to had uh, mm-hmm. have had uh, NDEs. I didn't think it was going to be that high, to be honest. And okay. I... 3%? Is that what we're talking about? Well, like, yeah, of, but the, then of it... the one survey, it was like 11% of cardiac whatever it's... people. Oh, yeah, there was some big numbers that I, I was actually kind of surprised about. So that was pretty interesting. I thought it was like a pretty, pretty small thing. Uh, but I, I thought that was really interesting. So I, I did not expect kind of that much data behind it. Uh, I thought that really pretty cool. For yeah, that's, that's almost for 10 John's, million people, by the way. That's uh, yeah, that's a lot of people per year. Like that's a significant amount enough to do research upon. Yes, yeah, which is right. what makes it interesting. I mean, yeah. if I if I put three percent of America in in front of you, you'd be like, that's a lot of people. But if I put the rest of America around them, you'd be like, oh, well, that's a small section of that amount of well, people. Right. I yeah, but three percent is small, but. You only need enough people to do a study, though, to kind of figure out scientifically what's going on, right? Like, if you had like five people, then it's like you don't have a scientific uh, a number, yeah, yeah, a number big enough to do statistics relevant. on them. Yeah, it's right. exactly. So three percent is pretty significant, and then you could probably find a subset of those that are related to specific things like cardiac arrest, whatever it was, or mm-hmm. jumping from buildings or whatever the crap. You I bet just, it's yeah, hard. To, I bet it's hard to study just because it's like so <laughs> infrequent. I bet yeah, it's hard to find it, those cardiac people. arrest. 
No, no, no. Near death experiences. And it's uh. couple, and once again, it's probably one of those things where like you as soon as it happens, you have to get the data then because if you ask about it in a couple of years, it's gonna be totally warped by yes. all the stuff that your yes. brain does. So it's and like I, you gotta find people like on their on their gurneys. Right. Uh, what, what happened? And you're like, motherfucker, I just had it. <laughs> yeah. And Adam, what about John's uh reincarnation? Like where do you where do you land on that? Is it real? Uh do you, I also do not have a strong opinion. I also don't, I mean, from the beginning, I kind of don't believe in it specifically. I would think that it would be more common for people to believe that people come back as people only, like you were kind of mentioning before. Yeah. Because, like, I think most of us would agree that, like, like, the brains of humans and the brains of most animals, like, aren't, and even if quote-unquote souls or whatever, like, they wouldn't be a one-to-one match. You know, like, if you had a a human soul. Incompatible operating systems. And then you got jumped, you just got jammed <laughs> into a ferret. You think that ferret would be like the same person as you? No, it would be like the like the dumbest emotional person version of you ever. Do they just like lop off half your personality and throw it in the garbage? That's the real problem I had is like, how, what are you taking with you to the next creature? Like, are you taking yeah. all of your memories? Are you taking all of your knowledge? Like, does all of that go with you to the next creature? Like, or is it just like your personality matches with dog? So you get to be a dog or your personality matches with ambrosia so you get to be ambrosia you know what i mean like so exactly like i mean i don't know i just i yeah i mean do you take all that stuff that's why i have a hard time believing it but i still think it's very interesting because they're like it's the most unique of the afterlife things i think because it's it's, it's, it's literally life again it's, oh, yeah, right. It's little, it, right. What's after yeah. life? More life. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's more believable than Sign heaven and hell. Well, right, because everything else the, is but, you leave this plane and go to another. This one yeah, is you just the, cycle through this plane. Don't you eventually exit reincarnation? Like, isn't that the belief? I would like to think so, but here's the well, the, like in well, Hinduism, okay. like don't you eventually reach like because I or maybe that's Buddhism, but where you're trying to perfect yourself and eventually you become the perfect being, and that's when you exit the cycle yeah, into nirvana. And, and I think. I think the name of the perfect being is called a, um, a a bodhisattva, right? So it's a form. It's 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 the state that Buddha reached essentially. And the other problem I have with reincarnation is that like the population of the Earth continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So like it's I don't it's a you know do you see where yeah, I'm going where with these, that? Where are these new souls coming from? <laughs> yeah, so maybe that maybe from? Like, John, what, what you didn't consider is there were always <laughs> whenever you get like max capacity, there were always that many souls. And the souls that are not in a body now are floating around in the ether like you want to be doing anyways. I mean, I just um, want to chill, man. I, I just, I maybe just they're wanna... all the different fish that are dying based on global warming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, technically, so... coral is an animal. So do you want to come back as coral? As in the character from The Walking Dead? I don't understand. Or, or vice versa, when, when a fish, like a little minnow dies, that's now your baby when you have a kid. <laughs> you got a minnow child. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know. I don't know. It's Adam, just, they, Adam, they, they prefer the term "little people." You know, <laughs> there's some rocky, there's some rocky waters there. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. That's, that's so afterlife in general, John. What did you What did you think when we first talked about the subject? And I know we recorded a while ago. Like even when I, I, I don't remember if I put that down or we put that down in a brainstorm for as ideas the afterlife. But I, I don't. know. I guess I, I, I wasn't planning on exploring near death experiences when I started. I, oh, yeah? I think I was, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was trying to explore. Like various cultures, beliefs, I think was what I, my thought was. Cause I know mm-hmm. people think different things happen, but then, and we started talking about in a previous episode that how, how many grams is it? Oh, oh, 21, 21 yeah. grams. Right. So that, 20. like that thing made me start thinking about near death experiences of like the medical, what happens when you're, when you die. 
type. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the like the actual science behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like what happens to your consciousness, medically speaking? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, I thought this was a pretty interesting, pretty interesting topic. You know, we kind oh, of all three show. of us went in like different directions, which I always, I think that honestly, most of our episodes end up that way, where I'm like totally like, well, obviously this is what we're going to talk about, and then you guys always surprise me. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I, that's why I, I, I like doing this. Is it's you always surprise me. You're with, welcome. Like, interesting. Different angles. And, yeah. Right. I kind of like things, it. I was going to say, like, I kind of like it because um, it's the the beginning topic doesn't mean we're just specifically only talking about that beginning topic. It's just like it's the inspiration point, right? You can yeah. kind of take that as whatever it is and then talk about something tangential to that that you. Yeah, like Five Will Goes West. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like I didn't know I didn't I didn't walk into the afterlife podcast thinking here is a good place to talk about Five Goes West. Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting to talk about Five Goes West for a while and apparently Ghost Dead. Ghost Dead too. (laughs) I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Um fucking ghost dad. Yeah, so anyways, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. Um so thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Research and Destroy Podcast. You can find us on the web at researchanddestroypodcast.com. You can email us if you have any uh, ideas for shows or questions or comments on something we got wrong or right or whatever. Uh, show at researchanddestroypodcast.com. And uh, you can get all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you like this episode, go to any of those places and rate us five stars. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. It's your story now. You, you, you decide what is right.